This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold. We're going through the Saints 2023 schedule i'm jeff nowak make sure to hit the subscribe button leave a rating leave a review wherever you get your podcast if you haven't subscribed to this channel yet do that wwl sports follow us on twitter at wwl amfm you can check out sports talk 4 to 8 p.m every day on wwl am 870 fm 105.3 and the odyssey app we're gonna go back we're gonna get through the saints schedule we're starting here in the second segment on week eight the saints have started five and two they are going on the road to face the colts as you've seen, as you've seen thus far, the Saints have faced a lot of young quarterbacks. They don't really, you don't really know what to expect, right? But the Colts are an interesting question. I don't know what to expect out of Shane Steichen. I don't know if they're going to go to Anthony Richardson right off the bat. I don't know if they're going to go with Gardner Minshew. There's a lot of questions to be answered there. They were a bad football team last year. They had one of the worst collapses you've ever seen in NFL history. You know, Matt Ryan led another one. I don't know, but I do think this is a game that the Saints, you know, you've, you've lost two, two out of three games. You're coming back. This is a game you win. I have them winning 24 to 21. If you can bottle up Jonathan Taylor, I think you can beat the Colts, especially even if they have Anthony Richardson in there. Again, you're talking about a guy who I don't know if is ready to win at the NFL level yet, even if you think he's going to be a star down the road. Look at the quarterbacks that come in as rookies and are successful. They are very few and far between. And they are almost never a guy who is at the de- developmental stage of an Anthony Richardson, right? Like an Andrew Luck came in and dominated right away. A Robert Griffin III came in and dom- dominated right away. I don't see that happening for the Colts here. And so I have the Saints going to 6-2. and two, And if you're thinking, wow, this is kind of ridiculous that they're at 6-2, and two, I agree with you. I didn't expect to have them at 6-2, and two, eight games into the season. It's just how it's lined up. There's a lot of wins on this schedule, and there are no schedule losses, at least other than the Thursday night games, of which you have two. You don't have any Sunday night games, but you have one Monday night game. All right, going forward, Week 9, Bears coming to visit the Saints. And I think this is an example of, man, the Superdome advantage the Saints enjoyed for so many years just doesn't feel the same. It didn't feel the same last year. It didn't feel the same the year before that. And I think the Bears are going to come in and beat the Saints in a game the Saints should win for a few reasons. I have the score 24 to 21 on the Bears side. And it's going to be because, like, you look at Anthony Richardson right now and you're saying, okay, well, how can he develop into a quarterback that's going to beat the Saints? It's going to do things that they can't stop. And it's going to be because he turns into Justin Fields two years from now. Because I think if the Saints had faced Justin Fields last year even, They would have had a much better shot. I think he's getting better. He's getting better. And he is now the quarterback that the Saints can't stop. He is now like like the Lamar Jackson mold of they're just going to be chasing him around all day. He's going to be running him ragged. And it's going to look ugly. The wild card for the Saints this year is going to be can the Derek Carr offense 
possess the ball the way that the Saints haven't been able to do in the past few seasons. And and I think if you can do that, it makes your job on defense a lot easier. I, but I think in this game, the Bears are going to dominate time of possession. Justin Fields is going to be running you ragged. You're still not athletic enough on the defensive line to chase guys around the way you need to. And I think the Bears take this game. Saints fall to 6-3. and three. Moving on to Week 10. This is another one that's a toss-up for me. If this was at the Superdome, I would feel differently about it. Going up to Minnesota, that is a tough trip. You know, it's it's a tough place to play. The crowd's going to be hot. There's a lot of juice in this rivalry for teams that don't play each other that often. Obviously, you played in London last year. The Vikings got the better of that. I think this is going to be high scoring one way or the other, and the question's going to be, can Marshawn lock up Justin Jefferson, right? Can the Saints cover Jordan Addison? Can the Saints contain Dalvin Cook? And the answer last year, at least on the Justin Jefferson end of it, was no. He torched Marshawn Lattimore in in ways that you don't see very often. And it makes you wonder, okay, is this a matchup that just he does not fare well in? And I think it might be. I think... Marshawn Lattimore, when he's able to lock guys down, often it is the bigger body X receivers, the Mike Evanses, right? The DK Metcalfs, guys who you can be physical with and aren't just going to try to try to finesse you open. And that's what Je- Justin Jefferson does. He can be physical, but he's just a route running machine. And I think last year it got the better of Marshawn. If he, if he can learn from that and and lock him down this year, then I feel completely differently about this game. But until I see it, I'm not going to just assume it's going to happen. So I have the Vikings taking this game 30 to 24. And this is where the schedule is starting to turn on you. You dropped a six and four. You go to the bye on a two game losing streak and it doesn't get better because you come out of it and you face the Falcons, a team that I don't think is going to win a ton of games this year but a team that I think is going to get up for the Saints. I don't know how they're going to defend Bijan Robinson. I don't know how much the, Sa- the Falcons are going to incorporate Bijan Robinson as a rookie, if he's going to be the workhorse, if he's going to work into a rotation with Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson. I don't know. But I do know that this is going to be a game that the Falcons go all out in. Grady Jarrett has been eating Cesar Ruiz's lunch for a couple years now. If the Saints are dealing with injuries and they don't get up for this game the way they should, I think the Falcons steal this game. Emphasis on steal. But it's also the Saints' third loss in a row, and it drops them to 6-5. and five. So after a really, really good, compelling start to this season, you have fallen off a cliff. How do you get back? How do you get back? And that's where we're going to go to a break, and we're going to come back for the final six weeks of the season. Sitting at 6-5, and five, who knows who you're going to face on the Falcons, if it's going to be Taylor Heineke, if it's going to be Desmond Ritter. Either way, this is the point in the season where you either put up or shut up, because if this season goes downhill the way it could from 6-5, and five, you got a lot of difficult questions to answer. But we're going to come back. We're going to see how the rest of it goes. I'm Jeff Nowak. This is Inside Black and Gold. Stick around. <laughs> 